0: what's up everybody it's Thea Sam here welcome to unleash the man within thank you guys so much for listening I am so glad you're here and I want to thank you for taking a little bit of time out of your busy day to uh, to tune into what we're doing here uh, we really appreciate it this is a grassroots podcast we don't do advertising we don't have sponsors. And I literally dedicate hours every single week to uh, to give you guys content that's going to be helpful. And uh, what I'm asking in return, if um, if you want to reciprocate some of the value that I've been able to provide you, is for a review and a rating on the podcast. That would mean the world to me. That really is the only way that this thing grows. And man, I mean, we went from getting, you know, maybe uh, if we were lucky, a couple hundred downloads a month to, you know, probably about, we're, we're right, right around 20,000 downloads per month right now. And, uh, and that number's quickly climbing. And so I just, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for your support thus far. And look, if you've already left a rating or review, thank you. If you've been sharing the content with people in your life, thank you. And uh, if you haven't, um, hey, I just want to put an ask out there if you're willing to support us and what we're doing. It would mean the world to me and I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. What we are talking about today is um, a really interesting, uh, this whole concept of relapse anxiety. And this was sparked by one of our clients who, you know, has really made some good progress. And so he has greater freedom. He's being triggered far less often. And uh, what he's finding is that in those moments where he is triggered, he has this really high anxious response. And it's it's coming from a place of like a fear of losing the progress, right? And um, as progress becomes so precious, doesn't it? Like every day that we are clean becomes more valuable and so the, the fear of losing it becomes more real consequently, right? And, and that makes perfect sense. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that today and I, I think even though this particular client is experiencing it now while making really great progress, I think the reality is um, relapse anxiety happens all the time. I I think back to my days when I was, you know, I was really addicted. I'm watching porn two, three times a day. I'm planning my days around it. And I still would have relapse anxiety. You know, it's kind of weird. And I guess part of it was fueled or shaped by just the mental guilt that comes from having the addiction, and so, you know, I I mean, every time I relapsed, I told myself, yeah, this is the last time, I'm not going to do that again, Um, I know I already planned around it, but I'm going to scrap the plans, but, you know, very quickly, there there I am doing the thing I didn't want to do, and in between there was relapse anxiety of, like, Oh man, and and also anxiety about, you know, going without it, you know, kind of the irony. It's like freedom anxiety and relapse anxiety in some sort of tension. And maybe another day we'll talk about freedom anxiety cuz that is a real thing. But um what I wanted to talk about today a little bit was just if you've ever made any degree of progress and you've had a fear of losing it. I wanted to talk about some things that you can do to handle it. I want to talk about some things that you should be thinking about if you're experiencing this, how to handle it. And I also want to just talk about um, where this is coming from and that that's actually what I'm gonna lead this conversation with. So let's let's boil this down a little bit, okay? Let's say you know, you got, uh, some dude, we'll call him Ralph, all right? And Ralph has had a 20-year porn addiction. He's married, he's got a couple kids. Uh, one of his kids is a boy and he sees his boy growing up and he's going, oh my gosh, I thought by now I would be the role model I always wanted to be for my kids. I'm not, it's time to do something about this. And so Ralph goes from watching pornography, uh, you know, three, four times a week and he has, is basically, quit and whether he's quit cold turkey whether he did a program he got some filters an accountability partner whatever he did something to quit and now he finds himself at the three-month mark he hasn't relapsed and it's not all you know daisies and roses he's got tempting days and he's had a couple close calls and by god's grace he was able to avoid it and he can't help but wonder man what if i lose it all tomorrow right like that's that's sort of the pending fear or the pending concern is like what if i lose it all tomorrow and the the thing that i want to really emphasize is is that you you want to i guess you you really want to make sure that you are aware of the thinking patterns underneath that fear because obviously if you're having some anxiety around relapses it's because you're afraid so that that's we should just get that out there Anx- anxiety is always the manifestation of fear what we want to identify is what are you specifically afraid of well i'm afraid of losing my progress no 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 no. that's that's a very shallow answer why why are you afraid of losing your progress well because every time i've done something great i've always found a way to screw it up oh okay so we're actually dealing with a faulty belief system that has simply manifested itself as relapse anxiety that's a little bit different why are you afraid of relapsing Well, I'm afraid of relapsing because if I relapse, my wife is going to leave me. You know, she told me this was it. Okay, so there's some relationships on the line here. Well, that's a little bit different. So this is not about the relapse. This is about the disconnection. And so the question should not be, how do I avoid relapses? The question should be, how do I foster greater connection in my marriage, right? So do you see how if we can start to understand what's undergirding this anxiety we can actually start to get some solutions into how to deal with it, not just in a way where it's like, okay, I breathed my way through the anxiety. Like we've talked about that on the podcast before. There are things you can do in the moment to dissipate anxiety at a physiological level. But what we're not interested in that. I don't want you to be somebody who just, you know, learns to cope with anxiety really well. I want you to be somebody who takes steps in his life to prevent anxiety from arising in, in the first place to me that that's one of my greatest strengths as a man is that i i have i have been meticulous adamant about finding the root causes of my personal issues which you know have been many and finding solutions that are preventative in nature rather than momentary or temporary fixes so that should be the question as a starting point is what is the fear what are you really afraid of I'm afraid that if I relapse, it means that every, all the progress I made was fake. Oh, so you actually don't believe that the progress you're making is true. No, Sethi, no, 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 I, I do, I do. I'm just, I'm afraid that if I lose it, then it, it kind of means that I guess, you know, I wasn't as free as I thought. Over one relapse? So you're telling me that if you watched porn on average of three times a week for 20 years, you go three months and then you have one relapse, those three months of freedom mean nothing? does that make sense to you like we need to make sure that we're really seeing this with a clean mind a clear mind a clean conscious like we want to have an accurate view of what's really going on and what these things mean so number one is you want to identify the actual source of of the of the anxiety and don't just say well I'm afraid I'm you know I'm afraid I'm gonna lose my progress or whatever. Um, what does that mean to you? Why are you afraid of that? Why is that something to be afraid of? Because as far as I can tell, I don't think there's anything to be afraid of. Number two, I want you to consider, strongly consider fear setting. Now, I've shared my story before. I won't go into a lot of detail, but the reason I quit my job and started Deep Clean full-time is because of this activity. Um, And so I was working for a church. Deep Clean was starting to grow. And I was feeling like I I knew that I wanted to run a business full-time but I had no confidence in my skills. And I thought, well, I need to somehow go develop some business skills. So rather than making the jump, I'll go get a job working for a business because I'd only worked for churches up until that point. And then I thought, you know, I'll work for a business for a couple of years, build up my skills, and then I'll really be able to run deep clean as well as I want it to. So I applied for jobs and I got interviews and I mean, I interview very well. I'm sure you guys can tell I'm well-spoken. I'm pretty composed. I give people a a really strong sense that they can trust me. And I was applying for jobs that I was reasonably qualified for and, you know, had the skill set for. I got nothing. And I think it was just God's way of telling me, Cynthia, deep clean is the, the next step. Like stop your foolishness and just go for it. Um, but what really helped me make the leap was this activity called fear setting and I learned it from Tim Ferriss in the four-hour work week it is a very common practice I don't believe he is the one who created it but um, certainly the way he presented it was just uh, it could not have been more impactful for me and basically what I realized in that season is the worst case scenario if I quit my job started deep clean full-time and everything went terribly wrong. The absolute worst case scenario is that I would have to move out of my house. I would probably rent out the unit rather than having to sell it. I would just move out. I would rent the rent the upper unit. I would live with my parents and probably drive Uber to support my wife and I until the company was running. And as soon as as soon as I realized that, it was it was like overnight. I quit my job. I planned to move to Jamaica for six months and wound up pulling that off. And, um, you know, I haven't come even close. It's been the complete opposite. The extra time, energy, and devotion into deep clean has allowed it to thrive and flourish to places I never imagined in such a short time span. But the real power was in fear setting because what I realized is that if the worst case scenario happened, I would survive. And I would encourage you to do that with your relapse anxiety. Like if you did have a relapse tomorrow What's the worst that could happen? And you might hear that and you might go, but Sathya, like if I do that, am I, aren't I just going to permit myself to basically go back and relapse because it's not that bad? You would think so, right? You would think that if we explored that, it would, it would kind of put the guard down and be like, oh, well, I can, I can handle a relapse. You know, it's really not that bad. But what will, that, that thought may happen. I'm not saying you won't have those thoughts. But if you go fully through the exercise, and I highly recommend that you actually journal this, like, what is the worst thing that could happen? That should be your prompt. And then you should start writing and listen to the Holy Spirit and, you know, all that good stuff that we teach about journaling. But then what what you really want to do after you kind of identify, like, okay, yeah, I guess I could have a relapse and I would survive it. What's going to naturally flow out of that is but here's why I don't want to relapse. You, you suddenly start to be reminded of the motivators, the incentives, um, the, the, the joy that you have in your life now that you've made some progress. See, that this is the problem with anxiety. It, it takes our attention away from the good things, right? Away from the progress, away from the things that are really developing, and, and we get caught up in these, these stupid little hypothetical scenarios that are so unlikely, that um, you know, we end up losing sleep over it, and it's it's totally ridiculous. So if you can dissipate the fear by fear setting, what happens? The end product of that is that you start to just gain momentum again because you're like. Oh, yeah, but I love being free. This feels amazing. And my marriage is so much healthier and I'm more confident and I can kind of feel things starting to shift at work. And, you know, I'm making better decisions in other areas of my life and I feel like I show up to church and I don't feel as guilty. And like those things will start to rise to the surface if you do this exercise to completion. So that's it, guys. It's two things, okay? And I highly recommend that you journal both of these things. That is really the way you're going to get the most value out of what we're talking about today anyway. But it's very simple. Number one, we need to figure out what you are anxious about. What are you really anxious about? It's not just that you're anxious about losing your progress. What what does that actually mean? What are the ripples and the implications of that happening? Secondly, is we want to fear set. We want to say, well, what if it did happen? what would, what, then, then what, then what? What would be the absolute worst case scenario? Would you survive it? Would you make it through? And so if you can do those two prompts, guys, you're going to be off to a blazing start handling relapse anxiety. And, um, and I think you're going to get a lot of clarity, but I, I cannot emphasize this enough. If you're going to do fear setting, you, you want to really invite Jesus, invite Holy Spirit into that process. Don't just do this as like a kind of raw exercise. You want to have his input and make sure he's really guiding your thoughts. And you also don't want to just outline worst case scenario. That's kind of part one. Part two is then that, Um, that you start to explore how would you bounce back what would you do and 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 start to kind of look at like but what when what are the things that are in place what are the motivators that got you here in the first place those things will probably naturally surface if you do this exercise correctly anyway Uh, like i said if you need some help you can always reach out to me on instagram but um but that would be the thing that i would love to see you guys do if you find yourself dealing with some relapse anxiety tackle that head-on and let's see what happens so guys, that's everything for today. Uh, again, if you found some value from this, please share this with your friends, share this with your family. Uh, we've been growing uh, considerably the last couple months and that really is because of you guys. I so appreciate it. In the meantime, much love to all of you. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcasts that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash The Man Within.